Welcome to In the Black with your host, Bob Dickerson. Our program takes a look at the socioeconomic issues affecting black America. From education to news and politics to business matters, we have the stories and guests that you need to hear about. Now, here is Bob Dickerson. Well, hello, everybody. This is Bob Dickerson with In the Black on the Voice America Radio Network, coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. I don't know if I mentioned that enough. I am from the beautiful state of Alabama, the city of Birmingham, where I grew up. Uh, It's a great place. You know, Alabama sometimes gets a bad rap. Uh, At least we used to a lot when most of the time when you see Alabama, you see us, uh, you see the civil rights era uh, depiction of the hoses and dogs. And and actually, I I lived that. I was a part of that. Uh, I wasn't there that day. I I tried to be, but I wasn't able to. But, uh, but, But Alabama is still a great place, like everywhere else. We have our challenges. We have the things that we need to change. Uh, we have our shortcomings, but uh, but it's home, and and I'm happy to be here. Happy to be in Alabama. Hey, you know you can get up, get to us. Uh, we really want to hear from you. We're on Twitter at in the black. That's N T H B L K at in the black. Also at B Dickerson Jr. You can also check out our website. BobDickerson.com. And of course, if you are on Facebook, and many of you are, then you can uh, friend me, send me a request. Uh, look at what I'm saying, Bob Dickerson on Facebook. So today I just want to talk about uh, the fact that I am concerned about America. I'm concerned about this country. I mentioned on this show and many times in the past that I'm a news junkie, so I listen to the news a lot. I watch the news a lot. It's always on my television. My wife tells me to turn it off, and she makes us watch movies from time to time, and I don't mind doing that. Uh, and and I love sports, as you know. But I'm a news junkie, and you know, news is uh, is like the new reality TV. <laughs> I heard somebody say. But watching the news and, and being aware of what's happening in our country and, of course, being aware of what's happening around the globe, I just have to tell you that I'm concerned about America for a, a few reasons that I'll get into during this show. My One of my number one, I'm, I hesitate to say it is my number one, but one of my number one concerns is about partisan politics. Now, this, this rampant, overt, um, hyper-partisanship is actually at every level of government. You know, we see it here, you know, even sometimes in our local government. Uh, we, we're seeing it develop more and more on the state level. But um, on the federal level, it's where we see it most often. Uh, partisan politics, in my opinion, Partisan politics is a bigger threat to this nation than terrorism or climate change. A bigger threat than terrorism or climate change. Partisan politics in this nation has the potential to contribute to economic decline, not to mention social disorder. 
uh, not to mention civil disorder, not to mention uh, pitting us against each other. And, and I think that's something that we ought to all be concerned about. You know, partisan decision-making, uh, while we think it's okay to get in one corner, but that is what allows special interest to exert undue influence in the halls of Congress. So, you know, you're, you're legislating from a far left or a far right position versus taking a centrist approach is playing in the hands of special interest. And who's paying the cost for that? Well, it's the citizens of the United States. So if a bill is brought by a Republican, then all the Democrats have to be against it. Vice versa, if a bill is brought or an idea is put forward by a Democrat, then all the Republicans have to be against it. It's unfortunate that we've gotten ourselves into that position because I'm old enough to remember when there was negotiation, when, when work across the aisle was a lot more evident than it is now, and when we hadn't staked out these positions uh, so firmly and, and, so, and, and with such mean spirit, uh, we've, we've lost the art of compromise. And in many cases, we've lost sight of how to move the country and its people forward. So this legislation from a far right or left position versus taking a more centrist approach really plays in the hands of special interests and it plays in the hands of a lot of other people who mean ill for this country. And it certainly is costing the citizens. And then the other thing that it's doing, it is pitting everyday Americans against each other. And here's why. You know, most of us identify with one party or the other. Uh, and the more those parties, the one that we identify, whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, we don't have that many uh, people who are independents and libertarians. They're, they're just not that many. And, uh, you know, just uh, I always want to inject levity. So there are no more Whigs and Tories. Uh, we're basically Republican and Democrat. And so uh, since most of us, average everyday citizens identify with one party or another, the more they move ideologically from the center and toward a pole, the more we do the same thing, or at least most of us. So we move with the party that we have affinity for. And don't you see that that is a problem when we've taken the American people and separated them and put one team on red jerseys and one team on blue jerseys and we're battling it out. You know, we're fighting to the finish. We can't agree with anything. We try to stop the other no matter what they want and what they want to do. We disagree with the other no matter what they say or what they do. And so the people of this country have begun to mimic the politicians. Uh, the people have begun to adopt the politicians' mindsets. 
the people have begun to adopt the politicians' talking points, their rhetoric. And so we've driven stakes in the ground based on a party, based on party ideology, based on an animal, an elephant or a donkey, based on a color, blue or red. And so all that does, ladies and gentlemen, is it pits us against each other. I, I said on this show a few weeks back, Americans versus Americans. That's what we have. We have Americans who happen to be Democrats versus Americans who happen to be Republicans. We also have Americans against America. And that partisanship allows that to happen where we have people who are subversive, people who would tear this country apart. But we give them rise, we give them authority, we give them voice. We're not in the middle when we haven't learned and practiced and developed a better art of compromise. Actually, we've lost that. We're, we're allowing things to happen to us. We're pitted against each other. Uh, it is as bad, probably worse than it was in the 1850s and 60s over the issue of slavery, where the South actually succeeded from the Union and became the Confederacy. And we fought a war within this country to fix that. Uh, and because of that, we fought a war. And so we're pitted against each other, co-workers, family, friends, church members. You know, I can't help but sometimes I'm sitting at church and I'm wondering, is my neighbor next to me, does he disagree with me so vehemently that, you know, we could have a problem? So we, we've done that. We've created a tribal society. And we've all read about tribes, you know, in past times where people who had so much in common, didn't know it. People who shared the same blood, the same ancestry, the same customs and mores, the same everything, but because they grew up on one side of a river or another, or one side of a mountain or another, they warred and they fought, and they cannibalized each other. And unfortunately, this tribal society is really affecting our children. Uh, when we think in terms of our children, we think that they're going to be happy and chipper and able to think outside the box and for themselves. But I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really surprised that even some of the younger kids, I'll call them, who are you know, high school age and sometimes below have adopted their parents' mindset about politics and about political identity. We're having children in middle school, you know, staunchly saying, hey, the Democrats are no good. Hey, the Republicans don't like this. And that is sad. It's really sad. And the sadness has me really concerned about our country. I am concerned about the, the, the rancor that takes place 
in our Congress. I'm concerned about the dialogue that unfortunately our elected officials have with each other. I'm concerned about us being polarized and, and moving into our various camps, our tribes. I'm concerned that this rhetoric and the division that we're showing is allowing others to come in and, and use subversion and take advantage of our, ourselves and our country. I'm concerned about what it's doing to our children. I'm concerned about what it's doing to the very fabric of the United States of America. I'm really concerned. So we're going to talk more about that the rest of the show today. And I am going to give you a Bible basic for you business owners out there uh, before we end. But uh, stay tuned to End the Black. This is Bob Dickerson. And we'll be back with more after these very important messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a College Coach Conversation, hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts. We'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to In the Black with Bob Dickerson. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to Robert B. Dickerson Jr. at gmail.com. That's Robert B. Dickerson Jr. at gmail.com. Now, back to In the Black. This is Bob Dickerson on the Voice America Radio Network with In the Black. You know, I was talking about. I am talking about my concern about America. You know, you know, we, we got these issues and we have a system where majority rules. Okay. We get that majority rules. Uh, we got a kind of quirky, uh, system for electing, uh, the president. Uh, we got the primaries that are going on now where 
folks are getting delegates and then the delegates go and, and they vote for a candidate. And then we have electoral college where based on the size of your state, you get, uh, you know, more, you, you get to weigh in more. We don't have a system where when we say every vote counts, uh, it's obvious that every vote does not count because we've had uh, in two out of our last uh, five elections, a person could win the popular vote, meaning have the most votes, but not win the key states and actually get to be president. And that's the way the rules go. I, I don't know that I particularly agree with the rules, but at the end of the day, we have a system, democracy, and in that system, majority rules. But here's the deal. The country is pretty evenly divided with respect to political parties. Uh, we, we see now and we saw in the last election for president where it was really close to 50-50, really close to 50-50. Uh, when we look at uh, Congress now, well, the Senate is fairly close to 50-50, 53-45, two is 53 Republicans, 45 Democrats, two independents in the Senate. The House is a little more, uh, is, is a little different. It's 232 Democrats, 197 Republicans, and there's, uh, there's one independent. There are five vacancies right now uh, as we speak in the House of Representatives. But you can see the country is about evenly divided but here's where we aren't so divided. We aren't really divided when you really talk to people, just average people, about our sense of right and wrong, our sense of good and bad, or our sense of smart and dumb. You know, if you interview folks walking down pretty much any street in this country and you didn't have them identify with a party, and you started to ask questions about fairness, equality, the economy, morality, schools, et cetera, taxes, then you get similar answers. And you get similar answers whether these folks identify with Republicans or whether they identify with Democrats about those those things, you know, whether something's right or wrong, whether something's good, whether something's smart, whether it's not smart. And so we are really not that divided in our thinking, but because we've divided ourselves into these camps, these tribes, if you, yet, if you ask the same question and, and use a political slant, what you'll find is that we feel the same way, but we differ politically, not necessarily intellectually, not necessarily emotionally, uh, not necessarily religiously. We could debate that for a while, but we won't. We differ politically on how to get better. And the problem with political fights is that they never end. Unfortunately, political fights never end. So let me use this analogy. So play a football game and you play it for 60 minutes and the team with the most points on the board at the end of that 60 minutes wins. 
the game is over. Everybody shakes hands. They hug. In many cases, they pray. They congratulate each other. In football, the coaches run to midfield and they shake hands. In basketball, they line up and they walk down the sideline and everybody shakes hands. And so in sports, there's a, there's a winner and the loser says, okay, I lost that one. Let me go and I'm going to go practice and we have another game next year or we have another game tomorrow if it's baseball or next week if it's basketball in some cases. And I'll go back at it again. But in politics, the fights never end. Even after the votes are taken, the losing side continues to fight the same battles. Even after the laws are enacted, in many cases, there's this attempt to undo them. And so these political fights that never end are hampering the progress of our nation. And, and so my contention is, if we had a more centrist uh, body politic, especially on a national level, if there were more people in the middle, then the fights could end because we, we, we'd end up with something that satisfied just about everybody. We'd have some Republicans and some Democrats voting yes to enact laws those laws would be solid. Those laws wouldn't be subject to the continual fights, uh, the continual attempts to dismantle them, uh, the continual uh, attempts to discredit them and the people who voted for them. And so we're in an unfortunate situation because of the fact that our political fights have life after death. Talk about life after death. Yes, political fights in this country, they got life after death. And, and, and the other thing is, our fights now, and this has happened over the last 30 years, the fights have gotten to be personal. They've gotten to be personal and based on party. And you know it's gotten worse. Personal fights based on party. You know, it's not about just the party, but it's about the party and that person. Uh, we're hearing elected officials demonized now by other elected officials in ways that 30 years ago you could really not imagine. You're hearing people call traitors. Uh, you're hearing language that might even threaten someone's physical safety. Uh, you're, you're hearing folks call bad people, terrible people. And so none of that is good for our country. And so we, we got this trend and, and, and we, have to, we have to solve it. And I, I chuckled when I thought about it. I was thinking about doing this piece. And, I, and, and just as I talked about this personal fights, I was reminded that President Obama and John Boehner, when John Boehner was Speaker of the House, 
they disagreed on a lot of stuff political, but they did find it in their hearts to go play golf with each other. I think that's what we got to get back to. We have to understand that I can disagree with you politically, but I don't have to hate you. And I still have to find some common ground because as a human being, as an individual, we obviously have some things in common. And so we've got to start putting some other things in front of us. Uh, number one, are you a partisan? Are you a patriot? I'm really concerned that some of our folks who should be patriotic Americans, some of the people who represent us in the United States Congress, who I think are patriots, but you can't tell it sometimes because the partisanship is overwhelming the patriotism. Are you representing a party or are you representing your constituents? Because I thought we were electing folks to go represent us, we the people. We the people of the United States of America establish this country, this, this, this country and this Congress in order to form a more perfect union, union underscore union. So are you representing your party or are you representing the people who elected you? Sometimes I don't know. We have uh, the situation where we are going along to get along and we're putting getting reelected over following our consciences. And we get this pressure from the party to keep our seats either red or blue. And so what we have there, when you put all that together, going along to get along, having to get reelected and making that a priority, uh, making sure that the party seat is protected as opposed to let's do what's right for the people. Then we got that thing going. We're representing party and we're not representing the constituents. This is sad once again. And this, ladies and gentlemen, has me concerned about our country. You know, all great societies ebb and flow. Most great societies end at some point. Now, I'm not predicting doom and gloom, but I am saying that this ought to be a warning to all of us here in America that things are not right. Things are not what they're supposed to be. And I'm going to talk a little bit about what we can do about it when I come back right after these messages. You're listening to Bob Dickerson with In the Black. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google. Play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Join five-time world and international boxing champion, mental health advocate, writer, and speaker, Mia St. John, for In the Ring with Mia. After losing her ex-husband and son to mental illness, Mia has set out to empower those who deal with mental illness, homelessness, poverty, and addiction. Tune in and join Mia in the ring. And together, you'll find the help and motivation that you need. Listen live every Monday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to In the Black with Bob Dickerson. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to Robert B. Dickerson Jr. at gmail.com. That's Robert B. Dickerson Jr. at gmail.com. Now, back to In the Black. Hey, this is Bob Dickerson with In the Black on the Voice America Radio Network. Really enjoying doing the show, getting my opinion out there. I'd like to know yours. You know, write me. You know, write me, uh, send me something on Messenger, on Facebook, or or uh, connect with me, connectwithbobd.com. You can get that on the bobdickerson.com website. Hit me up on Twitter, at in the black, or at Junior. Talking about my concern about concerned about the country and you know I want people to be more patriotic as opposed to being partisan especially folks that we elect you know I'm concerned about the tribalism I'm concerned about the polarization I'm just concerned but I think there are things that we can do and uh, and I'm going to just list a few of them I'm sure there are many many more and all of you can think of things that we can do to fix the situation But as a citizen, what you can do and what I can do, and I'm not talking about the elected folks, because I don't know, sometimes I'm not sure that they may be too far gone because they do have that pressure from their party to do the party thing, even when it's not the right thing. (laughs) Do the party thing. Don't do the right thing. Do what's best for the party. Do what's best for the Dems. Do what's best for the Republicans, you know, whether it's best for your constituents. You know, that's secondary. That's sad. But number one, what you can do is listen to all sides. Listen to all sides. Be open-minded about things. I mean, we, we, we all have a tendency to, to lean one way or the other. As I mentioned that 
earlier in the program, we all identify with one of the parties. That's what we do. I mean, there's it's nothing, no question about it, and there's nothing wrong with that. But we should listen to all sides. What's the old adage? There's, uh, you know, there's your way, your your side, my side, and somewhere in the middle there's the truth. Well, I think we'll find that to be uh, to be a fact. I certainly wish our politicians would listen to your side, my side, and so we compromise so that we move toward the middle, which is probably more toward the truth in most cases. But listen to all sides. And I think if you listen to all sides, then you have a better chance of letting your personal entrenchment go. So you don't have to be entrenched uh, and on a polar side, on a blue or red side, on every issue. Now, there may be some issues that you're just adamant about, but every issue is not going to have you that adamant and that close to an edge, that close to a pole. So you got to let go of this personal entrenchment that you have as a voter and as a citizen. Study, uh, learn, be open-minded. The more you know, the more you can think for yourself. Now, I contend that far too many people in this country are led to believe or act or, or concur because they hadn't really looked at it for themselves. They just listen to someone else. They listen to somebody on the job. They listen to some newscaster on television. Uh, they might even listen to somebody at church. So who knows? But you've got to study and, and open your mind. So check this out. If somebody tells you all the Democrats are bad, then they are lying and they may have an ulterior motive. And you ought to be suspicious. By the same token, if somebody tells you all Republicans are bad, likewise, you should be suspicious. Because we know that there are some good people of every ilk and hue. We know that there are good people who disagree on politics. Don't make them bad. Just make them disagree. And what's the, the other old saying? You got to be able to disagree without being disagreeable. And we don't have that in Congress. We don't have that in government. We have disagreement that's rapidly and adamantly and nastily disagreeable. So if somebody tells you that all of them are bad, then that's somebody you got to watch. Because either they don't know what they're talking about or they're just flat out lying to you. And guess what? We got this thing where we're worried about um, subversive forces coming in and influencing politics in America. Well, we're making it easier because if it's the intent of, for example, a foreign power to sow discord in Americans, America's politics, is already they won. They already did that. We already got that. And so we don't want to give over influence to some foreign power, to somebody that we know isn't for the 
well-being and success of our of our nation, then we've got to pull together. Uh, we're making it easier for submersive, subversive forces to sow discord. And, you know, people that want America weaker are succeeding. But we are the people that can reverse that. We are the people that can reverse that. Think for yourself. Think for yourself. Study a little bit. Learn what you need to learn and understand what's going to be in your and your family's best interest. And that's what you've got to push your elected officials to do. Not what's in the Republican best interest or the Democrats best interest. Not what's in the blue team's best interest or the red team's best interest. But what's in your and your family's best interest. I almost would bet you that if you did that, you're going to find yourself agreeing with both sides sometimes or either side sometimes, but not the same side all the time when you start thinking about your family's best interest, your family's best interest. So we have to really make sure that we can, as people in this country, envision America to live up to what we said the creed was. Now, you know, I talked about that earlier and we got some work to do because America has done a very good PR job and really our history, if you really pull back the covers, uh, hasn't necessarily matched our PR because when we said um, all men are created equal, we were enslaving Africans and committing genocide against natives. When we said send us your poor, your tired, you're weak, you're huddled masses, yearning to be free. Well, we didn't really, there, again, there was genocide and slavery going on at that very moment that New Colossus was written. And we still haven't really evolved to a point where we are welcoming people who are brown and from, you know, South America, the Caribbean, and Mexico. We got work to do on that. But it's still okay to envision America that has lived up to the PR, to the creed that we, that we set. Now, if you really do want a, an isolated, uh, pure, um, all-white, alt-right America that you know, you don't want folks who look different from you, shame on you, but you know what? I'd rather know who you are. But, but if you believe that this experiment, you know, with a more democratic, and that's democratic with a small d society has promised, if you think it has promised, if you think it can still be improved, if you think it can still flourish, then the thing you have to know is that you have the power and you have the responsibility to make that happen. It's obviously not going to happen by our politicians. It's not going to happen. They're not going to do it. Unfortunately, as I said earlier, they are divided into camps. The fact that we don't have term limits, uh, 
hurts us because most of the folks that get elected, the first thing they try to do is get elected again. Um, In the House of Representatives, they got to run every two years. And so they may spend six months at best a year legislating, and then they got to spend another year politicking and and campaigning and getting reelected. And even though our senators are in for six years, you know, the the Senate is so evenly divided among uh, Democrat versus Republican or Republican versus Democrat that if the leader of the Senate doesn't want something to happen, then they just sit on it and and nothing happens uh, when they're in the majority. And so we have got to people, we have got to people find our voice, find our power, learn, study, speak up. We have got to people listen, you know, get out of the, that, that entrenched, belief that if you're if, if I'm a Republican and you're a Democrat, then you're wrong. Or if I'm a Democrat and you're a Republican, then you're wrong. We've got to start thinking more about what's good for ourselves, what's good for our families, and what's good for this country. We're making it easier for the folks that don't like us to come in and harm us. In most great societies, die from within anyway. So yes, I'm concerned about America. I'm concerned about our partisan politics. I do believe that terrorism is bad and it's a threat. I know that climate change is bad. It's a threat. It's something that we must do something about. But I honestly believe that Partisan politics is a much bigger threat. This is Bob Dickerson on the Voice America Radio Network within the Black. You stay right there. We'll be back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, Decide that you have something to say and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to In the Black with Bob Dickerson. If you have a question or a comment about the program, please send an email to Robert B. Dickerson Jr. at gmail.com. That's Robert B. Dickerson Jr. at gmail.com. Now, back to In the Black. This is Bob Dickerson with In the Black on the Voice America Radio Network. Uh, Kind of enjoying doing the show, getting a chance to get my opinion out there. Now, you don't have to agree with me. Uh, I know that many of you won't, and I respect your opinion. I'd love to hear them. And even if you don't agree with me, it doesn't mean that I don't like you. It doesn't mean that I don't love you. And it doesn't mean that I think that you're wrong or that I think you're a wrong person. I may think that you're wrong on an issue. But I guarantee you, if we could sit down and talk for 30 minutes and we were honest with each other, we're going to find something, something that we agree on. And that's what we have to find. We have to seek the common ground. We also have to seek the center. We've got to become a more centrist country uh, because if we don't, then there could be peril. And I don't want to see that happen. I do want, I do not want to see that happen. I have children and grandchildren and I want them to be able to flourish. I want them to be able to thrive and I want them to live in a country that allows them the opportunities to do just that. So join me in learning more, studying more, and speaking out, speak out more, not in a mean way, but in a way that seeks to reconcile and seeks to make a difference and seeks to bring people toward your way of thinking while at the same time understanding theirs. So anyway, I was... uh, studying my Bible basics for business owners uh, just the other day. And you know, the, the book of Proverbs is full of advice. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was at a, at a church service this weekend, and I think one of the ministers mentioned that he read something. I think he said he read a chapter in Proverbs every day. What a, what a great thing to do. And I, don't, I think that that's a great idea and something I may need to adopt. Reading a, a chapter in Proverbs every day, I think, would be essential to, you know, keeping you informed. It's not that you hadn't read it before, but sometimes just that uh, the revisitation of the words, reading them with a different mindset, reading them at a different time uh, is very important. So if, you, if you're looking for a a, a Bible book, a book in the Bible that is full of advice that can enhance your wisdom and knowledge, then, of course, then Proverbs is one that you, that, that you can't go. You can't go wrong with the Bible anyway, but you certainly can't go wrong with Proverbs. So when you're thinking about being in business uh, and, and looking at Proverbs, and and this is uh, I I kind of looked this up, and it says that the first thing you've got to have is you know that you're dependent on God, and so you exercise your complete 
dependence on God, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and don't lean to your own understanding. You know, acknowledge him because he is the one that's going to make your path straight. Uh, you know, if you've got too much pride and, and, and wisdom in your own eyes, then you can easily uh, be swayed and, and, and turned into, you know, ways that are hurtful and harmful to you. Then uh, the other thing that you have to do as a business owner is commit your works to the Lord because his plans are excellent. You know, his, he doesn't fail. He never fails. He cannot lie. And so commit your works to him and he'll add all the rest of the stuff that you need. He can add the, the value, you know, he can add the riches if that's going to be his will. Uh, he can add the customers if that is his will, but you commit your works to him and he'll establish your plans. He'll make your path straight. He'll make he'll, 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 and even if it's not straight, he'll show you how to walk down a, down a cricket path. He can do that. And the other thing that you've got to keep in mind, and this is very important in business, that a good name is to be desired more than great riches. And, and speaking to a lot of the business classes and business owners that I mentor and coach and talk to, one of the things I, I'm quick to point out is that successful business people have a reputation for being honest. As a matter of fact, if you develop a reputation for being less than honest, then nobody's going to want to buy from you. They're not going to trust you. They're not going to hire you. They're not going to do business with you. So a good name is to be desired more than great riches. Now, another principle is the one of hard work. Uh, don't let laziness or sleep rob you of success. Work hard. Also in, in my talks and coaching business owners, some of the characteristics of uh, successful business owners have been energetic, happy, influential, eager. You know, I've, I've rarely seen successful business owners who were lazy, lethargic, uh, who were not uh, people person, not enthusiastic about what they were doing. And so, the one who gathers by labor increases wealth. So if you, if you work hard, that's how you increase your wealth. You, you, you gather by labor. You're, you're out there gathering. You're, you're getting it. You're grinding, as they say. If you tend the fig tree, you can eat the fruit. If you till the land, you can have wheat and a lot of bread. Uh, you can have a lot of food. But if you do the opposite, if you just empty your, your, your barrel, if you empty your canister, if you're slack uh, when you work, then you get run over. Somebody else comes and they, they take your clients, they take your business, you know, they put you out of business. And so it's very important that you work hard and it's also very important that you stick to it. Don't get discouraged. The, the hand of the diligent will rule 
but the slack hand will be put will be put to forced labor. The hand of the diligent will rule you, but the slack hand is put to forth to forced labor. And so, if you're in business or you're going into business, you know you've got to understand those two principles. And another is that you can't be lazy. You can't be lazy. Uh, laziness cast into a deep sleep and an idle man will suffer hunger. That's from Proverbs. That's from the book. That's what it says. You cannot be lazy. And you've got to get up and get active. Uh, do not love sleep lest you become poor. Boy, I we could have told some of my college friends that. Do not love sleep lest you become poor. And I think very important, as I mentioned earlier, is exercise honesty and uprightness in all business dealings. Dishonesty does a lot of things, but the worst thing that it does is it offends God. Hey, this is Bob Dickerson. You're listening to me on the Voice America Radio Network. The show is In the Black. Hey, be sure to reach out to me at In the Black on Twitter, at B. Dickerson Jr. on Twitter. Get me on Facebook, Bob Dickerson. Check out my website, bobdickerson.com. You can connect with me through the website, connect with Bob D. Hey, we're really enjoying coming to you on the Voice America Radio Network. This is Bob Dickerson with In the Black. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for tuning in. Please join host Bob Dickerson for another edition of In the Black next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a terrific week.